Hey guys, welcome to the Self-Evident Podcast. It is Sunday night, 7 p.m. I'm here with my best bud, my brother, Massey. Peace! That's right. It's okay, we're not doing the Self-Evident Dance anymore. We can't. We can't. We we're were, not allowed we to. were scolded by our wives not to do so. <laughs> and I can't imagine why they don't want us to do some stupid, awful, know. embarrassing dance like that. Why? Why? Why would you let us do this sometimes? Just want you to know how sophisticated we are. We also drink bubbly. Yes, we we're do. We're not endorsed and by bubbly, but we wish we were. Hey, hey, bubbly, bubbly, call us. We'll we'll support you. You know what? LaCroix, they, they may have or may not have been knocking on our door. So, bubbly, get on it. Right, I got 30 cases of LaCroix in my kitchen. I'm ready to make a switch though, so call us, we're here. Anyways, guys, welcome to Self Evident tonight. Tonight we got a lot to cover. We've got a lot of stuff that maybe you've heard one or two things about. A few. A few, one or two things. Maybe a couple of minutes have been spent around the table yelling at each other about this whole topic. Truth. But we're gonna give you our point of view. We're gonna give you, frankly, um, the good opinion. Can I say that? Am I allowed to say that? Yes. That's a yes. Look, it, it Massey approved good opinion. Yeah, we listen. I I probably had how many questions now, bro? Oh, yeah. Today, especially three, four people at least. Uh, yesterday, the day before, man, the riots, the riots. Listen, if you need my opinion to form your opinion, you need to go to the Lord and get your own opinion. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, what am I going to tell you that all these prophets and everybody else can prophesy or whatever? Listen. The bottom line is we're in this position because we've allowed it to happen. But I do believe this is all the Lord. Totally. Yeah, totally. So we'll get but into it here. We'll get into that. Um, first off, you may or may not have heard what's going on with Parler. We'll get into that a little bit later. But this is why alternative tech is so important. We are on Rumble. We're on BitChute for our videos. Go to those places. Now, Rumble seems to have an easier time uploading for us. I've been in contact with BitChute. Things aren't really going anywhere with them. But Rumble, that one seems to be easier. So if you want to get on there, there's a lot of other big names going to these sites. Uh, Mark Levin and Dan Bongino are both pushing Rumble. you got a, a lot of YouTube creators that are pushing BitChute. This is fertile time for you to start checking out other places. We are...
still on Facebook. We're still on YouTube. Come on. Still on Instagram, right? Well, for a, for, little, for a little while anyway. For the time being. At right. some point, we will probably be kicked off. And we'll talk about more of that later. This is why we want you to get invested in alternative tech now. Yes. Also, too, guys, right now, comment where you're watching from. Uh, share this video. We're going to give you two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven, seven seconds. <laughs> To share, to share this video with your friends, guys. we got a lot to talk about tonight is Romans 13. What is going on in America? What happened at the Capitol? All these things. We're going to tell you from our, not only opinion, but what the, we feel the Lord's telling us. We're going to tell you what's going on, and we're going to tell you what's going on biblically and why it's important for the church to get involved in these things now. Yeah, and so here's your seven seconds. One, one thousand, two, one thousand. I'm not going to count for you. Just add it. I, I love the title because people are going to watch it and form an opinion about what we're going to say. Guess what? Your opinion's probably not fully accurate about what we're going to say. That's totally. The beauty of it. Totally. Uh, so uh, other things. Do not forget 1776truth.store. Thank you. I, I actually, actually, I was in the store right before I came here, and there was a... a one of those masker stores, <laughs> masker, anti-masker, one of those stores that requires masks. And like it or not, I went in, I didn't have a mask. I went, got what I needed. I was standing oh. in line and there was a couple in front of me and they happened to turn back. And I noticed they were staring at me, but I forgot that I was wearing this shirt. <laughs> and I was like, Why are they? But it, it was kind of like a, an approval stare. And then I realized they liked the shirt. So you can wear a shirt that help show what you believe. Why is that so wrong? And then when I got up to the register, they were in front of me and the guy's back was to me. His shirt said something to the effect of uh, um, the only virus in America is the media. And I was like, ah, that's why you liked hey. my shirt. Hey. So, hey. so where? Represent. Look, it's not about self-evident ministry. Look, we sell the shirts, but we want you to be able to spread the word of, look, liberty is a pre-existing <clears throat> condition. Now, also given too, to you by God. No, 100%. Also, we just did a cool photo shoot. Dale and Gloria Tucker were involved in that, and they wear our stuff all the time. Happy yeah. wear our shirts all the time. We're always seeing some really cool things, cool feedback. I'm getting pictures from all over the country, people buying shirts. Yeah. And, hey, I gifted this to my uncle. Look what he looks like. He's happy with it, you know, whatever. It goes to support our work too, as well. So, guys, listen, we're going to do some new things here this year. We're going to change things up. Uh, there's a lot that's going on right now, obviously. But look, th this year we are focusing on discipling. We're going to focus yeah. on discipling these people, not just going out and preaching. I think that time is over. I think people have heard too many rah-rah, sis, boom -ba speeches, and they haven't been changing in the heart. And now it's our turn to go say, look, we know this stuff. I've preached. I've done ministry. It's great. And there's nothing wrong with that. Now we got to start discipling people and making sure that they understand what this is. Because I've been preaching to a like I preached a ton over the last 12, 13 years, teaching all these courses. And guess what? Those same people literally forgot what was said. And we started to storm capitals and we started to do all these things that are not biblical, right? And we started to follow a party, not the Lord. Started to follow a man, not the Lord. And we're not doing that anymore, right? Because I want to see this country change because it's your character and it's your moral character that's going to uphold and win the day, Amen. right? It doesn't matter about political party right now because guess what? We can change that. We can. People are going to be like, no, they stole the election, blah, blah, blah. Who is God? Who is God? I don't care what you tell me. You can tell me all day long, Jesus is coming back and all the signs are pointing to it. And here it is. You don't know when he's coming back. And because we don't know, keep fighting, keep standing, keep doing, keep doing your job, keep preaching the gospel. 
Keep going out there and sharing these things with people. Tell them about the amendments. Tell them God-given rights. Tell the liberals, listen, the utopia that you're seeking can be found in God if you do it right, if you do it properly, if you submit to his will. And so our job now is to disciple. Listen, if you can, share this with your friends. Tell us where you're from. Type below because what we're doing now is changing the narrative. I am really, really, and this is coming from me now. Like I fell into the same trap. I'm going to go out and create a social media account and I'm going to get some followers and we're going to sell so many things. We're going to do this and this and this. Listen, that time's over. Did you know Billy Graham didn't need a Facebook account? And God blessed his ministry. Billy Sunday did not need a Facebook account. And God blessed his ministry. Uh, John Wesley, field preacher, did not need a Facebook account or a parlor account or a Twitter account. I think we've gotten so far into social media that we actually care what they think. Who's our God? Who's our God? This isn't about building a name. This is not about that at all. It's about discipling souls and making sure that we, when we preach this stuff, that we walk it as well. Amen. That's what this is about. Yeah. And it's not that we're going to be stopping social media or anything like that, because it's a resource for us to use to get our name out and to connect to other people. The only thing is like, are you more focused on the clicks and the numbers and the followers and all of that? Or are you focused on actually discipling? So as we go through this year, we are going to focus on how can we disciple? How can we raise up believers? How can we raise people up to follow Christ, to have faith in Christ, and then affect the culture and the society through that? So that being said, everything working on... Um, Buddy, this thing's humming. Facebook? Yeah. yeah still smooth? We still have okay. a Facebook account. Woo! We're still on Twitter. Because we're, we're frozen on the restream, but we're yeah, okay. Yeah, it, it always does yeah, that, man. Okay. It just, it was technical <laughs> difficulties, folks. When doesn't it happen? <laughs> you know why you need to donate? Because we need to fix these technical difficulties. <laughs> it takes money to do it. That, yep. That, that was almost like... I know, I went anyways, hood there. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, did. I'm you sorry. A <laughs> little flush there. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyways, news bits. News bits. Come on, here we go. News bits. Let's go to slide number one. The Capitol riots. You knew it was coming. You knew we were going to talk about it because our title said you are an insurrectionist. So we're going to do a quick rundown of what happened. I'm sure yeah. you've heard, but we want to just catch you up to speed. If hey, do you know what? There was a rally on the 6th. What? <laughs> was, Holy smokes. There, there was a riot and a rally broke out. Uh, so President Trump, he gave a speech. In it, he mentioned going to the Capitol. The speech wasn't, look, it wasn't the most sensitive um, to the energies of the day. It's being seen as a call to riot. The only thing is, like, of course it's being seen as a call to riot. Anything they can use, they'll use. And people had already yeah. started to move towards the Capitol before, I, I believe before his speech, but I know at least during it. Um, so to really say that was what inspired everybody to move there. So it's not true. It's not. Um, people had just gathered at first. Then they, a few people started to get rowdy, and then kind of the energy started to work through the crowd. They pushed through the barriers. The cops were not removing the barriers so the people could get through. They, I find it funny. Hmm. I No, you keep going. <laughs> I, you you I, can't I'm drop sorry. that line on people. I'm sorry. I, 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 I no, totally, I'm mind. sorry. I'm sorry. I jumped in. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, what they were doing was they were consolidating things because they didn't have enough cops, which plenty of people have talked about. Why didn't they have enough cops? You can have your theories, whatever. We're not here to really make guesses on that. So I have a friend that called me and you guys would know her. I don't want to mention her name right now because I'll ask her for her permission and I'll mention her name next time. 
She said she was at the Capitol. She purposely went, walked around, uh, you know, she walked around the uh, Capitol and the next day they went out and there was barricades of police everywhere. Hmm. The uh, uh, National yeah. Guard police that they had already built an eight foot wall within a day. Whoa. Right. And she said, excuse me, but she had talked to one of the guys. Actually, I'll tell you, it's Liette Rebeck. You guys should look her up. Believe with me.com. She helps out Gold Star families. I'll say it. I don't think she'd mind. She, so she asked the uh, uh, security guard there. She's like, why is why wasn't all this here yesterday to prevent the riots? He goes, she, you know what he told her? Hmm. He goes, ma'am, I wish I knew. We were never called in. We were told to stand down. Yeah. I'm not saying anything, but that seems kind of <laughs> stupid, especially when you know there's a million people marching on Washington, if not more than that. Yeah. I think the, part, the protest was like three miles deep, right? How did these people get in there and not get shot right away? How are they allowed to go in there? The, the Senate chambers, guys. Can you and I just walk into the Senate chambers yeah. right now? I mean, just think about it, okay? I'm just just saying. Right? And, and one of the arguments that has been made about all of this uh, was that they didn't really expect there to be rowdiness because you look at how the Tea Party movement started. They were a very respectful, organized group that when they went to protest or to rally, they ended up leaving the place cleaner than then they found it and the the trump rallies and all of that had had the same kind of atmosphere so one of the arguments is they really didn't expect the people to get rowdy like this the other argument is oh they set them up you know they 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 wanted them to do it and this just you know it, it helped them out doing that we're not really sure okay um but it, it still stands that what we're going to talk about about this whole thing is the fallout of over over all of it and and where we stand on all of this now plenty of people were interviewed in the crowd by non-mainstream media reporters and these people said i'm i'm part of a revolution i'm 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 being part of the revolution okay there were tear gas concussion grenades used inside the capitol <clears throat> yeah. building there was one protester shot by capitol police ashley babbitt uh one police officer was killed uh, he was hit on the head with a fire extinguisher um, and died because of that. Three other deaths were considered medical emergencies. There was a stroke, heart attack, and one person was trampled. And there didn't seem to be a whole lot of organization or planning, although there are reports that some people had crowbars, which why else would you bring a crowbar? Um, there... No statues were destroyed. No art was destroyed. Uh, somebody walked off with a podium. Someone yeah, wants to have like, a laptop too, I think they said. That's, yeah, supposedly there was a laptop. There, there's still a lot of stuff floating around. So here we go. Part of the larger picture on this is, and, and I had a couple people ask me what I thought of it while it was happening. And I said, I thought it was stupid. Um, and you can disagree with me. You can think this was exactly what needed to happen, but it was stupid because that building is a symbol. You didn't take anything. You didn't prove any points. What ended up happening was you got emotional, you got passionate, you decided, well, we're going to do something because we're so angry and mad. All you've done now is given them more ammo to come back against you. A couple of these stories are direct results of this. Now, when we talk about coming out in terms of standing up, we're not talking about raiding the Capitol building. What we're talking about is making sure that your rights aren't being trampled on. And there, there is this argument going on in the conservative space. Yeah. And this is something, you know, I want you to 
to yes, really chime ahead. in on this is like at some point <clears throat> violence is required because the founding fathers used violence. Okay. One of the things, and, and you know, there's people that will disagree or agree and that's fine. Um, you know, our founders were on the defense. Now, many of you will say we were on the defense. They, they were stealing our elections and blah, blah, blah. But what I'm seeing people fight for is not the Constitution. No. They're fighting because their party lost. Their guy lost. <clears throat> their yeah. dude lost. And, and I understand why. I understand the frustration, right? I get all that stuff. But how hard have you fought for the churches to reopen? Yeah. How hard have you fought against abortion? When's the last time you guys stood outside of a Planned Parenthood or something like that and actually done something, right? How come we'll fight when the president loses an election, which proves where your faith is? I'm sorry. I'm just going to be blunt here, okay? I have no answers for what's happening right now. I'm just telling you what I see, what I feel in my heart is, is, is happening, what I'm seeing go on here. Because we have people in New York right now, Krista Kin, who's watching. These guys are legit fighting against people forcing them to get vaccinations, and they're yeah. at the Capitol all the time. And they're fighting for their own rights. But we're out there making sure Trump, look, it doesn't matter. What I'm saying is, what is the fight here? What does it consist of, right? So you go in there and storm the Capitol. Totally cool. What was the point? What was the organization? Our founders were organized men. Look, the Second Amendment's right. A well-regulated militia. Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking about this in the car earlier. And... Uh, and we're going to get into Romans 13, hopefully tonight. We'll, we'll see how long all of this other stuff takes and where we're at. Um, but Romans 13 is, is so prevalent to this. The idea of do you fully submit under authority as some people take that to mean? Or is there is there nuance in the whole situation? One of the things that you have to understand <clears throat> about the founding fathers is that they tried to solve and reconcile these grievances over and over and over and over again. And then when they gave the Declaration of Independence, they were not trying to overthrow the king. That's right. There's a difference. They were not trying to overthrow the king. What they were trying to do was say, we just want separation now. Yeah. Just leave us alone. Do you know how many olive branches were extended to the king to make sure that we wouldn't have to be in a war? The only reason we fought a war is because literally there were ships parked on our lot, on our land, destroying uh, our cities, Boston, uh, you know, soldiers were garrisoned in houses. And, exactly. And dude. Uh, and that's amendment number and, three. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so you look at um, what was happening at the time. Their only recourse was cool. You don't want to leave my property. Get out. We have not hit that point yet. And why I say that is because we still have politics where people are babbling like babies and not babbling on constitutional things and morals. Yeah. Right. We're babbling about, Oh my gosh. Uh, Trump got kicked off of Twitter. Okay. You know, like, okay. You know, which that's, we'll talk about. Right. We'll, we'll do that later. What I'm saying is like, what is, what are we really fighting for? We're fighting for America, but what, what, what are you fighting for? This is why I'm saying we need to focus on discipleship because yeah. I've yet to hear one person say, listen, we are fighting to restore the constitution, not for an election, the constitution. We're fighting to restore God given rights again. Mm -hmm. I, I don't hear that in the national discourse. I do hear, man, we sure need Trump again. No, we don't. We need you. And this gets into a bigger idea of, are we putting our faith in the man? So, okay, I'll go here. Uh, come on with me, Mass. Um, there's, and and there's, please put it down below. If you disagree with yeah, me, totally yeah. fine. Please put your Tell thoughts me I'm in wrong. the comments. And, and we'll cover your thoughts in the comments as we go along. But there's there's... The the QAnon side of things, which we're not even we're not even going to talk about 
the legitimacy of it or illegitimacy of it. The problem is there was this belief that some secret figures were going to play 4D chess and save America. You And a lot of people lost their faith in seeking the Lord and started directing their faith towards shadowy figures and, and Trump behind this 4D chess game. And, and as that game started to fall apart, people got more intense in their faith in that whole side of things. Deep breath. On the other side of it was the whole prophecy thing. People started going nuts when the prophecies didn't seem to be working out. And this comes because instead of keeping our eyes on the Lord, instead of keeping our, our eyes on prayer and fasting and faith in the Lord to bring a nation back to him, we started looking at the prophecies and said, well, these are about a man that I like, that I want in office to do the things I want him to do. So when that man started to fail out, we started to lose faith in those prophecies and we decided what's going on. And we and, and we got panicked because of it. Truth. That shows you your eyes are in the wrong spot. And I'm, I'm not calling to condemn. I'm calling to help redirect. Don't put your eyes in the wrong spot. If the prophecies come true, so be it. But this is what I always tell people. If a prophecy is spoken, put it on the shelf. Let it be there. It is what it is. Come on, man. 100%. But you keep your eyes on Christ. Because pretty much all of us start to get our eyes off Christ and start to get our eyes on all of the politics of things. On the, will he make it? Will he win? Will he not? What if Biden? Then that means that the prophecy. We don't have to get into that game. We need to stick with our eyes to Christ. Because let me ask you this. As you started to hear the QAnon stuff, hear the prophecy stuff, hear the, the oh, he'll definitely get in. Oh, they're going to use this. They're going to use that. How much were you really on your knees praying at that Dude, point? Dude, I'll make a point here. Krista Kin yeah. just said this. People are ready to fight, yet they're not even willing to take a stand by peacefully protesting by not wearing a mask. Yeah. They're, they're not willing to send an email to their elected reps. Can, you can't tell me they've exhausted all their options. I'm ready Thank to fight. You. Listen, I'm ready to fight as much as the next guy. I promise you that. I'm ready to fight as much as the next guy. I don't have a problem. I don't even think about that. That is not that is not without the realm of possibilities. The reason the Constitution was written so we wouldn't have to. Yeah. So we wouldn't have to do that. So that we could say, look, elect the right people. The bottom line is we've been electing people by, based on emotion, not principle. Mm -hmm. You want to know how I know? Everybody's heartbroken right now. Trump lost. There, there goes the nation. Who, what God do you serve? What do you mean because he lost an election, the nation's gone? Are you crazy? They that, they that believe in him, or I'm sorry, they that follow him, those that trust him, those that want to walk justly must believe that he is. And he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him, the Bible says. Christ, I'm talking about God here, yep. right? That God is on the behalf of the righteous, and I'm worried about a lost election? Now's not the time to lose hope. Now's the time to stand. Now's the time to see, dude, the founders went through it. It always gets darker before it gets better. Listen, let me just get into it, okay? Here's what I think. God is finally answering the prayers of the church. Now you know what to repent for. It's easy to repent for the sin of abortion, yet you've never stood against it, and you've never stopped it yourself. Now he's making us take a stand against it and to turn away from our sin. And, and he's showing it to us. And to our faces! Nobody can argue. To our faces! Nobody can argue that now it is flat in your face. Sin. The wickedness, the, the position and, and status of this nation, and where we're at, and, and 
sorry, dude, I, I kind of pulled in off of you. Um, but you're right. Like all of it's right in front of our faces and we're watching it and we're going, oh no, we're, we're going to have a house, a Senate and a president, all three that are completely contrary to, to the principles of the nation. Now, my question to you is this, are they contrary to the nation's principles or yours? Because our nation has fully accepted something like a, uh, abortion since 1973. Yeah. Our yeah. nation has fully accepted this idea of wickedness, this idea of corruption and greed, because we decided that the name and the person standing in front of us, it doesn't matter what their character is. They're telling me what I want to hear. I'll tell you what, man. Listen, John F. Kennedy straight up said it. Our rights come not from the generosity of the state, but from the hand of God. These guys were literally at that time preaching how God is involved in politics. Have you ever heard yep. speeches by uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt? Have you heard speeches done by uh, 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 Garfield, James Garfield, the, the president? Like these guys acknowledge God. This isn't a foreign concept, right? I'm just being honest. There's nothing special that just happened. Okay. Now it's us that need to preach Christ in the, in the field. Yeah. It's the church, not them. I can't depend on a president to preach what I'm supposed to preach. I don't care what kind of microphone he has. Billy Graham did it. I'm telling you, he reached millions with the gospel. Yeah. And he, he only offended because of the truth. Was he a perfect man? No, not at all. I look at a guy like Martin Luther King, again, not perfect, right? But they stood on something. They stood on something called God-given liberty. They stood on the word of God. Were they perfect? No, not at all. I'm not saying they were. I'm saying they had their flaws. So do you. And I'm not putting my trust in a man. I'm looking at men as an example to say, why, why can't I take a stand like that? Yeah. Right? Why can't I do that? I can. And it's time to disciple, folks, because all this knowledge that we're talking about, we all know. But we waited for an election. Come on, man. We, I'm, we, listen, I know yeah. that's a generalized statement. It's a generalized statement. I'm not saying you haven't or have, okay? What I'm saying is it's time now not to just be mad at politics. It's now time to, it's high time we start taking that a step further and saying, how does this apply in the spirit? How does this apply? Lord, I want to hear from you discernment on what's going on out there to tell my friends. I want to be the one that understands and discerns the times. Mm -hmm. I want to be like the sons of Issachar. I want to understand that. Not to give a prophetic word because we see how that went. It's not like that. <laughs> Cats keep out of the going, bag. Cats out of the bag, right? <laughs> It's not about getting a prophetic word. It's not about any of that stuff. It's about how I'm supposed to raise my generation of kids to make sure that they can stand against the evils too. Yes. And when we do this, like when we're sharing all this information, the reason that we're sharing this is exactly to disciple. We are trying to raise up developed people, right? That's the whole idea over the forge that I announced last week was we need to develop complete people because when a person is complete and a person is following the Lord in faith, what will they do? They'll start affecting those around them. And that principle actually moves out into the physical realm. So a lot of times we think I'm going to be separated by the spiritual. Nothing will happen in the physical. No, no, no. Once you are fully in the spiritual, you'll start affecting the physical. And we're we're gonna put up with a barrage. I love this. Years. What I love this. We just keep losing people, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's I right. knew I knew yeah, this was gonna happen. Matter. If you're still I with totally us, I totally knew it. If if you're still with us, it shows you actually care. We truth, yeah, truth. It's just truth. I love it. <laughs> I am not going. I am not gonna put my trust in man, y'all. 
man got us into this place. It's time to put our trust in the living God now. Yeah. It's time to really see who, what he can do. You think it's done? Good for you. No way of condemnation. I'm going to quote Samuel Adams, okay? Just hear me on this quote. He said, if you prefer wealth rather than liberty, and if you prefer tranquility over the animated contest of freedom, he said, go from us in peace. We ask not your counsels or your arms. He said, crouch down and lick the hands which feed you. May your chains sit lightly upon you, and may our posterity forget that you are a countryman. Amen. That was his words. That was Samuel Adams. Okay. What did Daniel Webster say? Hold on, my friends, to the Constitution, to the Republic for which it stands. Miracles do not cluster. He said they don't happen every day. One, and what has happened once in 6,000 years may not happen again. Hold on to the Constitution for if the American Constitution should fail, there will be anarchy throughout the world. I don't care if it's a Republican in office. I don't. I care about the law and what it was written for and the purpose that it was written. It was to make sure that we had liberty, okay? When you got, look at guys like John Adams that say rights come not, uh, uh, they, they come from not just, oh, I'm sorry, this was uh, Dickinson, John Dickinson. When he said, our rights come from the King of Kings and the Lord Most High. When John Adams says that our rights are from our creator, right? And when he says that uh, religion and morality are necessary to keep our constitution, these are their quotes, not mine. You know what they depended on? God. You know why they won their wars? God. George Washington literally had his back up against a wall, just like Moses, and still won. Still won. You know why? Because they were on their knees praying in the middle of winter. That's what they were doing. They didn't trust in man. They couldn't trust in themselves. They didn't even have the arms to do it. We didn't have the people to do it. We didn't even have the, we didn't have the munitions to do it. Most of the guys weren't even dressed right. They weren't even fed half the time. Yeah. A lot of them had smallpox and dying. They had God, not a politician, not a Republican party, not a Democratic party. This is about the Lord now. Jeez. And, and, and if we've, we've got to go back a step, we'll go back a step. Maybe you're saying... Why do you think that's the righteous side? How can you think you're on the righteous side? I've got to ask you this question. Oh, Jared, thank you. Which, <laughs> which side, and we'll get to that in a second, which side is looking to close the church doors? Which side is looking to silence worship? Which side oh, is trying gosh. to ruin prayer by praying to multiple gods? <laughs> which side is trying to remove God from its platform? Which side is trying to uphold the destruction of babies in the womb, right? So it's kind of hard not to see this in a sense of which direction are we going, right? right? So, Jared? No, watch this. Hey, bro, if you click on those comments on the restream, it shows up on the screen. Uh, go, to, uh, go to the Allen one. He said this, walk in the fruits of the Spirit. Our trust is in the Lord 100%. Praise Amen. God, dude. That's exactly right. It's legit walking out your faith. If we go to the next one, this is what Jared Inkskow said. He said, how much if the voting fraud could have, how much of the voting fraud could have been avoided if people cared more about local political races than the national races? Own your territory, church. Exactly He's exactly right. right. Listen to me. You want to know how crazy this is, Mike? Think about this. They told you to go online and do your church services. Right. Yep. We said, cool, we'll do that. Right. Because we don't need to be in a church building. God can use so many different tools, blah, 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 blah. Cool. Now they're silencing people. Now Boy, you're censored. The deception that happened. It was the deception. And that's, they made us realize that we could do that. And that's that's something that we're going to talk about in terms of Romans 13. When we talk about Romans 13, you think it's only egregious actions against the church, the 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 trying to force the church to kill innocent people, right? At that point, then you can disobey. 
No, you have to see it spiritually. Where is this going? So then you understand when you need to follow God and not follow a civil government. Because I'll ask again, was Harriet Tubman breaking Romans 13 by leading slaves out of slavery? She was breaking laws, major laws in the South. And the argument gets made that civil authority out of Romans 13 has complete control over your life totally, pretty much dude. no matter what, except what is explicitly against God's word. And I'll tell you this much. In essence, slavery is not explicitly against God's word. His own people were in slavery for 400 years. Now, he said, I don't want you enslaved anymore. Let me get you out. But there wasn't a 10th command or 11th commandment saying thou shalt not be a slave. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the issue, right? So when you witness something in spiritual matters, you'll understand where are they taking this? And isn't it funny? Like you said, Massey. We got put online. We got told, just go online, go online, go online. But then suddenly, now they have power over you. They can say, oh, well, this church, we know they've said some things that are supportive of Trump. Trump is an insurrectionist, so therefore we're going to get rid of this church's webcast. They're preaching violence and anger and hatred because they support traditional marriage. You don't think it's going to go that route? I got a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you. Right, right. I mean, I'll go with another comment here on YouTube. Uh, it was said, uh, G. Betcha, I think it is. Massey, we have to remember that every nation in history has turned its back on God and has had God turn its back on them. That's what we're seeing right now. I mean, again, I, if God was indeed turning his back on this generation, we would all be dead. Because every time he turned his back on a country, there was a lot of deaths and there was a lot of crap going on. So I'm not saying no. I'm saying I'm not quick to pronounce that yet. I just think we're reaping what we've sown. That's just my personal take and view and opinion on it. That's what I see going on is God told us if we don't, then we would reap. So if you read Deuteronomy 28, Leviticus 26, it wasn't just judgment that he was talking about there. It's if we don't follow God and we don't submit to him and we don't have any idols or if we have idols and all those other things, he said, curse shall you be in the city, curse shall you be in the field. So we're reaping what we sown right now. So I agree. Yes, 100%. Uh, nations always turn their back on God in some way, shape or form. I just think we have the gospel and the spirit of God now to go overcome that stuff. I think and, and I'm speaking directly to you, sir, or ma'am. I don't know if it's a guy or a girl. I'm sorry, uh, because I can't see a picture here. But if God, if Christ, uh, the, the, the Bible says at the end of John that not even all the books in the world could contain the miracles Christ did. And he said, greater work shall you do than I did because I went to the Father. If that's true, then I think we need to see that. Yeah, I think and, we really need to believe now. And yes, Israel. But I agree. Israel stepped away, right? Israel Israel fell apart. They would get exiled. It, it was a circle, man. It was It was a cycle. They would get exiled out. They would realize what they've done. God would bring them back, and they would spend a time in, in blessing and peace with the Lord. And I mean blessing and peace between them and the Lord. And then they would start to fall apart, and the idols would come back, and so they didn't get exiled again. We can witness what we're doing now and recognize the signs when a person standing as a, an ordained minister is praying to Brahma, we have lost our way. That is a spiritual sign that now our leadership is into idolatry. That our leadership is leading us down the path of worshiping false gods. Truth. We need to recognize that. And we've been making fun of him for the amen, a women, rightfully so. But the bigger part is, he said, what was it? Monotheistic God, Brahma, and 
God by any other name or whatever. That's that's polytheism right there. That's I'm going to take everything in. I know when our leadership is making that prayer. We as Christians really have to get on our knees because guess what? Our nation has gone that far and it's only getting worse. Yep. Totally true. Again, we have the ability right now and the duty before God to change something. And I believe we can. It's just going to take more work and it's fine. I just, again, think God is exposing a lot of things right now and he continues to expose because he's faithful to us to expose it. Yeah. So let's not lose heart yet. And, and I don't think we ever should lose heart. Guys, listen, if this is truly the end, we're going to go be with Jesus. We should all be in joy right now. Yeah. If yeah. it's not the end, we should be in joy that God's using us for something. That whole line of we're created for such a time as this, believe it still. Yeah. Believe it still. You believe the words of the red wave, then shoot, let's make the red wave happen now. You have to actually act. Yeah, dude. I mean, this whole red wave's coming, blah, blah, blah. That's cool. Great. So what are we doing about that? Yeah. Are we just going to keep talking about it? It's that point where we have to move beyond going, everybody else will solve it for me or special person number one will solve this for me and get into, no, I have to actually do my part. Let's go to slide two. Um, I, I do want to cover this quick. Uh, what, that cool? Or? Yeah, go ahead. No, okay. just drop the paper. Oh. <laughs> um, so, a long way down. <laughs> so slide two, Trump, social media ban, all of that. Now, I've, I've got in our notes the tweet that he sent in Twitter's response, and they're really bad argument as to they they were looking for a reason right that's not what i want to discuss what i want to discuss on this is the fact that we all saw this coming we all complained about this all of us as conservatives said social media the the big tech big tech big tech 230 we won't get into 230 today but i want to bring some solutions that obviously we talk about but we haven't really brought into fruition and the idea is we're free market people when did we decide we're going to only rely on the people that can control us? Why aren't we building the alternative exactly sources? It. Why aren't we building the alternative cloud services, the alternative servers? You can't tell me that there aren't conservative IT guys and conservative program writers and engineers and all of that. Those people are out there. So this, this is my call out now. If you or somebody you know can write programs, can do networking, can is totally immersed in the, the computer science industry. We all need to have a conversation. I want you to get them in contact with us. Totally. I'm done looking at Amazon telling Parler, we're going to kick you off our servers. And Amazon and Google own most of the shares of the market. I'm done watching these people say, watching Google and Apple control 95% of the app store market. And we always say, well, we need to create our alternatives. So why aren't we? If you know people that can do this type of stuff, let's get it going. That's your solution. And too often we, oh, they're going to they're gonna ban us and, and social media. They're all connected to you know, the Democrats. Now's the time. Let's start working and fighting back. It's not time to lose hope. It's time to start being creative it's time to start seeing things alternatively because i think one of the problems with us in the conservative movement is we're individualists which that's great because we're self-sufficient but we have a harder time organizing and working as a group whereas collectivists that's all they think about is group work right so yeah we're kind of at a disadvantage in that sense but it doesn't mean we can't organize and we can't move forward totally yeah totally so that's 
I, I just wanted to cover that because I, it's going to get worse. Yeah, guys, for, forgive worse, us too. Right? I'm looking at the screens and our, our stuff's all messed up. I'm really no, know what's going on, but it's getting all screwed up. So we're losing viewers like crazy, dude. This is awesome. <laughs> and you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad because you know what? Truth is going to keep prevailing and they'll be back and all that stuff. I totally understand that that we may have hurt some feelings by saying what we said. But you know what, dude? I'm only going by scripture here. And nowhere should any of those prophets picked a side. They should have picked God's side. I'm just saying, right? So I know I'm saying things that are unpopular. That's okay. It's It really is okay. I understand if you're not liking this. I, I understand. But I've never been... I've never really fully embraced the Republican Party. Because to me, they're still unconstitutional. How they spend, how they think. They, they always say this. You know, you know what got us in this position, guys, with the Republican Party? You know what got us in this position was that's not our hill to die on. That's not the hill to die on. That's not the hill to die on. Now you're on your last hill. That's why we keep losing, because we don't have principal people up there. And there are a couple. I'm not saying all of them, but that's really the issue here. We're going to stand against election fraud in the moment the vote was taken. Yeah, I guess yeah, not. Yeah, never mind. Right? Pence, We're same done. thing. Just It's spineless, dude. It's spineless. It is. They just they don't follow what they say. And I'm sorry. Again, I don't care if I offend you. It's the truth. Yeah. It's just the truth. So, so let's. You, you want to get into Romans 13? Let's I, do really, it. I so, don't even care about point three. So. Yeah. So we're talking about Romans 13 now, and and the reason why we're we're talking about it, we wanted to talk about it, um, because, um, you know, there's there's just a whole lot of misinformation as to what churches can do and should do, uh, as far as like uh, getting in verb. Uh, that's good, uh, Gloria. Must have term limits. Yep. Uh, I, I agree. I mean, it, it, it would stink if we had the good guys in there and there was term limits, but you know what? That means we got to elect more good guys and good girls. Um, so let's talk about Romans 13. What is the church's role right now in government? Let me let me quick just read this. Go ahead. Um, so listen closely. This is Romans 13. Every person is to be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those which exist are established by God. Therefore, Whoever resists authority has opposed the ordinance of God, and they who have opposed will receive condemnation upon themselves. For rulers are not a cause of fear for good behavior, but for evil. Do you want to have God to you? Wait. Do you want to have no fear of authority? Do what is good, and you will have praise from the same, for it is a servant of God to you for good. But if you do what is evil, be afraid, for it does not bear the sword totally. for nothing, for it is a servant of God an avenger who brings wrath on the one who practices evil. Therefore, it is necessary to be in subjection, not only because of wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. For because of this, you also pay taxes, for rulers are servants of God, devoting themselves to this very thing. Pay to all what is due to them. Tax to whom tax is due, custom to who custom, respect to whom respect, honor to whom honor. Right, so let's break this down real quick. First up, I'm going to tell you, Paul is saying in this, for most people, they say, it's just, see, we're supposed to just submit to governing authorities. Quoting King James here, just because of what I memorized. We're supposed to submit to all governing authority because there's only, the authority is given by God, powers that be ordained of God. First line, right? I want you to know something. Paul was in Damascus, and he was writing this as he was escaping a strongman governor who was trying to arrest him. You remember the whole story about him hiding in a wicker basket, being put outside the window, all that stuff? That was happening at the time. So do you think if he's trying to escape a governor's hand that he would quickly then write Romans 13 to say, just submit to government, no questions asked? No, no. Listen to what it's saying. It says this, like, like you said, 
every person is, is to be subject to governing authorities for their for there is no authority except from God and those which exist are established by God. He's not saying submit to the people in the office. He's saying submit to the authority. So what is the authority in our country? What is the authority? It is called the Constitution, right? If our politicians are not submitting to that Constitution, are they themselves not breaking Romans 13? So do I submit to somebody who is breaking the law? If your pastor was out there preaching anything anti-scriptural, Paul even said, if anyone comes to you with a different gospel, even an angel comes to you with a different gospel, let him be cursed. Why am I going to submit to a government that doesn't even obey its own laws? Second, in this whole chapter here, they're talking about, when in, in this perspective, they were talking about a monarchy where there was a king, right? There was someone who was an established king. That was the final authority in say in that land. Who was the final authority in say in our country? We the, I hope you said it, we the people, right? Who is the authority? You got to understand something. Government right now, the way we're established is a republic, a representative republic. We are democratically electing officials to uphold a constitutional republic. We are the final say. You know how I know that? Called the ballot box. And our sheriffs are the final say in a lot of ways. Our county sheriffs have more authority than most think. Mm -hmm. They can stop any unconstitutional law coming from the federal government and stop it dead in its tracks if they're constitutional. That's how powerful the sheriff is. So we don't even realize the power that we have. The Constitution is the authority. The Constitution does not give the federal government blanket authority to do what it wants. Doesn't give it blanket authority to make sure we mandate vaccinations. Doesn't give it blanket authority to make sure they can tax us at will. Does not give its authority to make sure that they can break the law, but not us. Why can the IRS go after businesses and companies and we don't, we don't audit our own government? How come we don't audit the Fed? Just a question. Doom, doom, doom. See, you see what I'm saying? We're in a republic. So if we're supposed to submit to governing authority like this says, we should be submitting to the Constitution and making sure those who we elect do the same. OK, so let's just get that out of the way. Now, what it's saying here is every person is to be subject to governing authorities. What does that word subject mean? Subject. It actually means uh, um, there's there, it's submitting or subjection or submitting. Uh, it basically means this. To, 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 to yoke yourself, to subject, to place, or to situate under. I'm submitting to this law called the Constitution. That's my job. I'm a citizen now of this country. So I'm now saying that is the supreme authority of the land. I need to submit to that. What happens when politicians don't do it? Do I need to submit to them or do I submit to the Constitution? Exactly. And that's, that's why so often I go back to this whole representative analogy, because we have to stop thinking that we have kings and lords over us. In America, it is a different system. You don't have kings and lords over you. You have representatives over you. You have people you have elected to go into the federal area, the federal arena, and represent you. You are more than welcome to remove that representative. And if they don't hold, uphold the law of the land, that means they are themselves a lawbreaker. You are not required to follow a lawbreaker. Once again, Harriet Tubman. or you know, let's go over to Germany. Those who tried to help the Jews escape were breaking the Come law. Come on, dude. Would you say that was, well, you're breaking the law, so therefore you're not honoring the authorities over you. You're helping people. Yes, yes. Gloria, I agree. The Constitution was written to, uh, to God's, or the biblical principles, yes. Here's what Noah Webster said. Now, I want you guys to read this. Look, I'll go with William Blackstone first. He even said, no enactment of man can be considered law unless it conforms to the law of God. There's something wrong in America where they can steal from you at will and not even be held accountable for it. I'm going to get in trouble. I know, <laughs> but I don't care. They can't steal from you at will, right? They can't. 
And they do it. And they do it through the guise of we need to have we, we need to be benevolent. Government is not benevolent. Government doesn't have a heart. It doesn't have a feeling. It's not a person, right? The people in government make up government. So therefore, how is 535 members of Congress and Senate, all that stuff, controlling 330 million Americans? Think about this. Think about this. You remember the movie, uh, what's a Bug's Life? Flick? Wait a minute. <laughs> There's more of us than you. Oh, you know what scares people? You know why they're stopping all this media and stuff like that, social media? Because they're afraid. Yeah. They're afraid of dissenting opinions. They're afraid of actually being you being a voice out there and being public about it, right? Listen to this. Uh, Noah Webster said this. He was the schoolmaster to America, and he wrote the Webster's Dictionary. Listen to what he said. When you become entitled to exercise the right of voting for public officers, let it be impressed on your mind that God commands you to choose for rulers just men who will rule in the fear of God. The preservation of our government depends on the faithful discharge of this duty. If the citizens neglect their duty and place unprincipled men in office, the government will soon be corrupted. Laws will be made not for the public good so much as for selfish or local purposes. Right. Listen to that. Corrupt or incompetent men will be appointed to execute the laws. The public revenues of the people will be squandered on unworthy men and the rights of the citizen will be violated or disregarded. If our government fails to secure public prosperity and divine happiness, it's because the citizens neglect the divine commands and elect bad men to make and administer the laws. That was a prophetic word, folks. Amen. Let me let me clarify something here. So a lot of people say. Well, Paul was writing this during the time of Nero, and Nero was evil, awful, horrible man, and so therefore submit even under evil, awful, horrible men. It's not saying that you have to sit, sit there and take it. What it, it is saying you can leave, you can flee. You don't have to stay in that spot, right? Otherwise, that means that Christ's own parents were doing something illegal by fleeing. What it's saying is Christians should not be involved in the idea of anarchy or attempting violent overthrows of governments to institute themselves yes. into the spot. Paul would have never said, okay, we need to go overthrow Nero. You know, I know the difference between Nero and America. They had no recourse. They couldn't go to their representatives and say, we didn't have need a choice. you to change this law. We need you to stop doing this. We need you to fight on our behalf. They couldn't do that, but they could flee. They could separate themselves. Now you go, well, the Americans, you know, the colonies, what did they do? They tried to separate themselves. They weren't Truth. overthrowing the king. Yep. They weren't trying to institute themselves over Britain's king. What they're saying is we're done. We can't do this. We are fleeing your oppression and your tyranny. Truth. I think, too, um, you know, the reason that people are getting so frustrated and they will storm the Capitol, which is good. You need to protest. I'm not saying you shouldn't protest, okay? I'm saying this, that uh, I I'll agree with uh, Mark Petzold. We need to look in the mirror if you're condemning that. I'm not saying we're condemning the protests or whatever. What I'm saying is how many people actually even know their representatives' names? Right. They wanted Trump. They didn't want America. Yeah. They wanted Trump. They didn't want the good of America and God. I'm being honest here. They, they thought he was the vehicle to get there and shooting straight. How many people flew the flag of appeal to heaven instead of Trump flag? I'm sorry. I don't idolize the dude. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. I don't think he was the best pick for our nation. I just don't. I don't agree with it. I never have. 
And I've been moderate about it. I don't even talk about it. But here's what I'm saying. I think when we see uh, here, here, let's just go. Let's just keep going. Let's yeah, just keep going. Yeah, yeah, so I'm getting off on it. a topic. And, you know, if you guys want to respond or write things down and tell me that I'm wrong, that's OK. Uh, and and, and I'll, I will I honestly read the comments because I want to know that I'm wrong so I can correct myself. I really do. I really do. But I just don't idolize people. I, I, I've learned. Uh, I've learned. Yeah, exactly, Mark. I know. I said that actually for a reason. You flew the appeal to heaven flag. You always do, man. Praise <laughs> God. He really does, dude. Does he? Everywhere Amen. he goes, it's appeal to heaven. It's not a Trump thing. It's not a Republican, Democrat thing. It is legit about God. And I love that about you, bro. And you guys should go on his Facebook and watch his lives. It's amazing. Mark John Petzold, if you guys can see it down there, he just commented me. I'm serious. You guys should watch his lives. It's really yeah. dope what, what he's been sharing. And what, uh, they were just at the Capitol on, on the 6th. They've been at the Michigan State Capitol. These guys are doers, and they're doing what mm -hmm. they're called to do. And they're not doing it out of the spirit of rebellion. They're doing it out of the spirit of obedience, right? That's the difference. There's no rebellion in them except rebellion to tyrants, Yeah, which is Let obedience me, to God. I, I want to read an example that I put down on here. So a Christian's requirement is to follow the Lord, no matter what the world says. So while the Pharisees were actually considered the authorities in Israel, Christ himself did not follow all of the dictates that they had put forward. He weighed his boundaries, and if the requirement did not fall into line with the Lord's will, he did not obey. Ooh, come on. This becomes the tension between the will of God <laughs> and the will of men. Dude, A come Christian on. Christian will do their best to be obedient to authority over them and do their best to create goodwill between all parties. However, the Christian is not required to compromise that which the Holy Spirit has placed on their heart in order to fulfill the wants of men. That goes outside of just the Ten Commandments. Boom. Enough said. That is what I'm saying. Listen, verse 2 says this. Therefore, who dude, listen, that was such a good... Paul was resisting the authority at that time. They knew they would go to jail if they preached the gospel. They did it anyway because mm -hmm. they were submitted to God. I know that if we speak and go stand against, we may get arrested or get banned from Twitter. So what? God gives you the anointing to speak, not man. Take territory over the airwaves, then do it another way. Let God bless it, right? It says this, whoever resists the authority has opposed the ordinance of God. And they who have opposed his will receive condemnation. Listen, those that oppose and resist the authority uh, they, they they oppose the ordinance of God. If our politicians oppose the authority of God, which is the Constitution or the authority of the land, aren't they opposing God? They're resisting the authority. My duty as a citizen, as a Christian, is to make sure that our nation is safe and sound. First Peter, they will live quiet and peaceable lives. I'm sorry, dude, but if you can't see out there, it's not quiet and peaceable, right? It's up to us. Yeah. We're the peacemakers for crying out loud. We need this. We need to stand. Listen, verse three. This is the best. Come on. Come on, somebody. <laughs> verse three says this. For rulers are not a cause of fear for good behavior, but for evil behavior. Notice the word behavior is not supposed to be an evil thing. So. But what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, 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 go. go. So if suddenly you're fearful to do good behavior, hasn't something changed? If suddenly you are afraid to do good behavior or do the things that are righteous, has not the authority over you, the people in the authority over you, changed something? Don't the standards change? 
Totally, totally. Hey, Dale, you, uh, he said, so you say Trump was not the best choice. Came down to Hillary or Trump 2016. Massey, can you clarify? Yes. I'm saying there was way better candidates in the 2016 presidential race that were not even looked at, yeah. right? I don't think Trump was the best to do it. Um, do I think that he was the most bull bullheaded and, and could actually push something? Of course, of course. I'm not saying he's an evil dude. I, I don't know him, right? Yeah. I just look at the fruit, right? I'm looking at a guy who... Everybody says, oh, my gosh, he didn't have a choice. Everybody has a choice to be moral. Everybody has a choice about their tongues. Everybody has a choice. That's what I'm saying, right? I'm saying I liked other people. I liked uh, libertarian candidates. I, I better. I liked uh, uh, Rand, Paul. Rand Paul. People were like, ah, yeah. no, he can't run, blah, blah. I really liked Ron Paul. I liked uh, 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 Justin Amash. Not that he ran for president or anything yeah. like that. I like those guys. I like guys that stand on principle. I even like Ted Cruz. I mean, he he really couldn't have won. He was not as adequate in debating and things. I just like constitutional people, right? And and it's not so much a it's not just a it's not just a a, a character thing for me. It's an overall thing for me. Because um, if you look at what's been done, bro, I'm I'm just saying. To me, Trump. Okay, I'm I'm not trying to beat around the bush. I'm trying to say it the right way. Um, Trump didn't represent me on how he acts. You understand, like his behavior, his stuff. It doesn't represent me. Yeah, and and I, it it won't. It, it just it never would, right? To me, he knew what he was doing. He was really good at it. He wrote it in his book, The Art of the Deal. He knew he had to polarize people to make sure that people can get on his side. That's also dangerous. He so this is why people liked him is people people liked that he was a bull in a china shop, and they wanted the system to get upended. Look, I didn't like the system either. I. I part of me liked watching the system kind of get torn apart a little bit. But the problem was that you get strengths and weaknesses in that you get a strength of, look, this will actually start pulling some threads and maybe getting some change done. The weakness of that is, is that the system responds and, and, if you don't complete the job, the system cracks down. And that's exactly yeah, what, we're, yeah. what we're watching now. Yep, yep. Watch carefully because the word insurrection and domestic terrorism is going to be used nonstop for the next couple of months in the Biden administration. It will be used to plow through Patriot Act 2.0. Y- yes, yes. They will push on this, I, right? So, so go for it. one of the issues that happened with Trump is that he tore apart the system and and he can't he deny swung that. everywhere, but he he didn't finish the job. And you can say, well, we need four more years. I don't know that four more years would have done it. Now, I'm all I'm saying is you got to be careful with that approach. Now you can say, well, the other approaches weren't working. You okay. may have some merit to that, yeah, of course. You know? I mean, obviously, people that promised things didn't get things done. I totally understand. But there was a lot of unconstitutional things to done. A yeah. lot of executive orders. Uh, he outspent, I think, Obama. Oh, Easily. we're at we're at what right. twenty eight trillion dollars right. in debt now. And for most of us that know about this virus and they just shouldn't have shut down the government, man, just keep spending. So what I'm saying is overall body of health. Angela, I agree with you. We can't fully idolize Trump or trust him, but but God is definitely using him. I'm not saying he didn't. He also yeah. used John F. Kennedy, but John F. Kennedy screwed up too. You know what I mean? What I'm saying is we can't put our trust in man. Just because they do something good does not mean we just follow them blindly. I'm saying if there's errors, we need to point out the errors. That's what I've said this whole time. It's not that I don't care. Like, I, I love people. I'm glad that he was president. I, I For a lot of things that he did, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. But because he had errors and flaws and we would point them out, we were wrong for that. He wasn't perfect. And I needed to point that out. If executive orders are unconstitutional, I will call it out. And, and we're, not, we're not pushing against the idea of 
hey, he was in office and that was the absolute wrong choice. That's not what no, we're, no, we're no, not saying. No, that. no, what, no. What we are saying right here is you, you have to hold the standard and the principle. And you've got to hold an accurate view of everything going on and an accurate view of him as well. Okay, and part of the problem with what happened is it became almost a a fervor of Hope religion of the man. We we sat into the same position of saying we want a king, we just want our king. That whole at the 2016 inauguration when he gets sworn into office and that one SJW goes screaming. That's kind of us right now because our man lost. Our king lost. Our king got dethroned. And now another king that doesn't agree with us has gotten put into place. Our whole argument is we shouldn't be looking to kings. We should be looking to the Lord. Yep. That gives you a, a, a bigger picture of things going yes. on to where it's, okay, Lord, it's, he, he's done. And that's sad in certain respects. But, Lord, I'm still trusting in you. And, Lord, I'm still seeking your face to make the change. Because it's yes. only the Lord who can make the change. It's not the man. Here, the Bible says to be sober and vigilant because your adversary, the devil, seeks about uh, like a roaring lion, seeks about whom you may devour, right? Thomas Jefferson said the same thing about government. He said, eternal vigilance is the price of freedom. My duty is not to be aligned with just a party. I'm supposed to look at the law and say, look, if there's something wrong, President Trump, correct it, please. You don't want to don't go off and do something that we're going to regret later on if a bad person gets in office, if we continue to, yeah. to, to abuse powers. That was my whole point. Right. That if we had all these advisors and all these lawyers and all these things, stop the mess, drain the swamp, get rid of this crap. Right. Quit. Do, quit using these executive orders and let Senate and Congress. Now, that's another thing. Senate and Congress. We can talk about that all day. There's a lot, obviously a lot of spinelessness there. Right. But how come we can judge our, our, our congressmen and all that stuff, but not Trump? How come we can get mad at our congressmen and our senators for being spineless and doing things wrong, but not President Trump? I'm just calling it how I see it. I'm calling it as I read it. I have to hold them accountable. That is what holding accountable is. It's to call his office, to send letters to President Trump and say, look, sir, this is wrong. Don't do this. Don't go into that war. Make sure we don't. I I mean, there's so many things that I was harping on to him about, like just trying to write to there or whatever. And, and, and my job is to do that as a citizen. I may not be right. I'm not saying I'm always right. What I am saying is I just want to follow the laws to make sure that we're all free. And if we keep abusing powers as president, the next guy's going to get in and say, well, he did it. I can do it, too. And and now that's all. And now look at what we're looking at, the, the total abuse of power and the total shredding of the Constitution. Um, and that's that's not Trump's fault. But we've we've got to be aware that once the train starts rolling down the tracks, it's really hard to stop the train. Totally, man. And and all we're saying is, man, we we could have held more consistency as I think so. I think so. Right. If we're right. honest with ourselves, if we're honest, don't get just don't don't just take what I'm saying and say, oh, that's wrong. They hate Trump. Analyze it. No, I never did. We, I never hated him. We just we got nervous about the the cult of personality that was going on. That's really the way to put it. Gosh, dude. You the, know the cult of personality and the faith in a person as opposed to a lord. And no matter what movement it is, what word is given, all of that stuff, and we, we care more about the, <laughs> the, the long game of the yes, Lord. Yes, dude. Right. And, and we've, this isn't the first time we've said this. No, we've, we've this isn't anything new. Time, we've said so. it. We've said it many times. What I'm trying to tell people is, don't 
Don't get caught up on just an election. We need to trust God right now. I really think this is going to work in our favor. People may think I'm crazy. I think it's going to work in our favor. I really do. I think the church is going to have a better time. I think this is the time where we can rise and we don't need technology to do it. So, and this is what, this is what I've been saying for a couple of years. And, and so throw my hat in the prophecy game, right? Because anyways, um, going to say something Jeez. I probably shouldn't. Today's, uh, today's a for, tricky show. Yeah, it is. We're not going to have any subscribers. After this. <laughs> um, for a couple of years now, I've been saying, look, the church is going to have a burning off of the dross. A tr the church is going to have a time where it needs to have that moment of separation where <laughs> people fall away because they're not really invested in what the church is doing. We're going to lose numbers as a church. We're going to get pressed. We're going to get shaken. We're going to get stirred up. We're going to get we're going to get troubled days ahead. And that's something to test your faith, but also to grow it and discipline it and chasten it. Right. And there's other people that are starting to say, look, 2021 is, is going to be a bit of a mess for the church in terms of we're going to see stuff we'd never seen. We're waking up now. But part of that waking up is people who were very nominal in how they saw their faith and how they saw the Lord, yeah. unfortunately falling away. The beauty of this, though, is you're going to get a much more united, dude, united, beautiful, strong church that is moving in faith and spirit, as opposed to just moving in tradition and holding to what past generations have held to. And so we need to not view dude, this as something that we've we're we're lamenting, but view it as a time for us to really get back to I the agree. first love of Christ. Let's build. Let's build on what was established and good. Yeah. And do that. And let's get rid of the things that were bad. Angela, I literally almost cried when I read your, your, I'm almost about to do it now. God is using this hard time to strengthen the church. Girl, I am telling you, that is a word for now, right now. Mm -hmm. I so agree with you. And that is so the word of the Lord. He is using hard times to strengthen the church. Listen, what does he say in John or in James? Uh, uh, Count it all joy when you fall through various trials, knowing that the trying of your faith works patience. Seriously. So we need to embrace this time. Say, Lord, okay, what are you teaching us right now? How can I walk in faith more now? Yeah. What do I got to do, Lord? What, what is it you're calling me to? Uh, amen, Gloria. Peace through strength. Amen. I just, seriously, Angela, I literally was like, oh, crap. I'm going to cry right now. Uh, but that's exactly right. It's in these times where it's like, okay, Lord, strengthen your body. Strengthen the church. Don't let us be, don't let us fall by the way. Here, in the Old Testament, they used to say it like this. Lord, don't let other nations wag their, their tail against us. Yeah. Don't. Lord, please spare us, spare us right now. Because I still think, and I know this is the greatest country ever created to me. And I don't care if you think that's wrong. I agree. I, I totally believe in that because the rights that we have written were totally protected and given by God, right? And that government was supposed to be established. Listen to me. First constitution ever on these lands. The constitution was written from a sermon by a guy named Thomas Hooker, Reverend Thomas Hooker. And it was, you know what it was called? The foundation of a free people is laid in their consent. The foundation of a free people is laid in the found, in the consent of the free people. That's the Lord, man. That was in the 1600s, 1632, I believe it was, yep. or 37. I'm telling you, God has roots here. The Holy Spirit has roots here. The blood of Christ has roots here. That's all I'm after. I don't care about, I care about what is righteous and good and true and just and pure. It says in Philippians, think on those things. I'm not worried about losing an election. I know God will have his way. 
I really believe that, dude. Yeah. I always it's, have. And, and you have too. And, and people like Angela probably yeah. have too. And part of that is us letting go of the idea that our that the church will be established in popular culture and popular uh, society in the public sphere. At some point, we have to forget that. Now, it doesn't mean that we try to invest the church in all of that. That's not what I'm saying. I think the church should always try to uh, get itself into all spheres of, of the culture and society. But the problem is America for so long has been that country where the church is just kind of recognized as that foundation, that base. We're not there anymore. Totally, and we man. as a church have to catch up to that idea and start acting accordingly. Um, any other comments before we finish out? I just, yeah, there's, there's a few. I like reading them on here, man. Yeah, no, I uh, do too. Amen, Gloria. America choose God. Guys, thank you so much for the comments. Even the ones that disagree, I, I totally understand. And listen, why we ask for your comments is because I could be wrong. Tell me that I'm wrong. Tell yeah. me that I'm not seeing something. I'm, I'm open to that. I really am. I'm open to that correction. I totally am. That's why I want to know uh, this stuff here. Uh, one guy said, Drew, he, he said this, while I've been dismayed in the last month, I have to remind, man. That's so cool, Drew. While I've been dismayed in the last month, I have to remind myself that either God is on the throne or he's not. Amen. It could get ugly, but I know in the end game we win. There we go. Dude, that is so powerful, man. Thank you for that compliment. That, that is so the Lord, man. Um, Destiny uh, just said this. I think Pastor Todd was on the dot at the end of this year. He said, this is the year for believers to stand up. Amen. Uh, Andrew, thank you, bro. Share, share and follow. Uh, how can you keep saying he lost? There's been full proof of cheating, yet the deep state coercion won't allow. He tried. I'm talking about in the natural, uh, Dale. I'm not talking about uh, whether he lost or not. I'm saying, and, and I don't mean to say that he lost. I'm, I'm not trying to say he lost. Well, that's we're, not, that's well, not, we're saying, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. not saying loss. I'm saying, look, he's not president right now. I get it. There's deep state stuff. Guys, deep state's been happening. I'm sorry to tell you for the last 70, 80, maybe years. I mean, and, and my point is this, and, and I mean this with all due respect, like, we can say that he won, but that doesn't change where the state of the government is at. He, unless a miracle happens, he won't be the man that's in the White House on January 21st. So we have to act accordingly. Now, as far as the whole, it didn't, it wasn't right. It, it, things were done. Hey, we did a whole episode on it. Uh, thank you, right? Dale. We, you said we, we didn't mention it. We've done a whole episode we, we did on the Dominion whole voters. On all of this. We did, and it's like okay, we understood it, but now it's not. We're happening. just saying where we're yeah. at now. Like, thank you, and thank and, you for clarifying and that. that. Argument becomes okay. So where are we at now? Because we can say, well, in the past, in the past, in the past, he should have, he should have, he should have. Well, that's what they did for four years. Is the problem? They said Russia, 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 Russia. It should have been. It should have been. It should have been. It should have been. Right. We can't get into that game because it doesn't do us any good. We, we've got to look at things as the way they are. We have to look at it in reality. Yeah. And I don't mean this in disrespect. I mean this no, in honesty. No, like, we're not. I, I love I agree Dale's with awesome. you. I agree with yes, you fully. 100%. I agree with you fully. The problem is I don't, unless a miracle happens, I can't look on January 21st and say, well, that should have been him. I have to say, okay, who is, is. So now what? Yeah, even this one here. Uh, I think I've been, uh, this is Angela Anderton. Listen to these. Oh, this is so cool, you guys. This gives me hope. You say you get hope from us. We get hope from you. Uh, I've been thinking so much about how we can react. We look to the Lord and watch and wait for him to move, which gives us the opportunity to praise him. That's so exciting to me. 
uh, or we can give up hope. I'm so thankful for the ministry and always walk away with more hope. You cool. don't understand, girl. Thank we you. get so much hope from you. And uh, Krista Kin said this, America, uh, uh, she said, amen, or a woman. I'm kidding. <laughs> amen. God is, God is strengthening and purifying his bride to present her spotless and radiant. Amen. 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 Uh, Andrew Grant, that's true, dude. Since 1915, under, actually, I'd say a little bit earlier, in 1911, when Woodrow Wilson started instituting income tax. They, they couldn't just do that. They actually ended up doing that some other way since uh, he says uh, the deep states existed for, since yeah, like 1915. Yeah. Under JP, there's always been Third, some kind of corruption. This yeah. is why Trump talked about a deep or uh, draining the swamp. Yeah. Right. And he tried. And I give him credit. We for do. That, We're right? not saying, listen, you, you, maybe you weren't listening the whole time. We've praised what he's done oh, good. We Many, clear enough. <laughs> yeah. No, well, we've praised what he's done good. Yeah. Moving the, the embassy to Israel. Who would have done that except a guy that's crazy and has got a pair of seriously yeah. he's got a pair he between he, his legs to do that he did not care what anybody thought and that was great to watch we loved that because there were plenty of things that he did and one of the reasons he had such a tumultuous first couple of months in the white house was because he was trying to clear out the deep state and and the swamp he was trying to clear out the people that were obama holdovers and the people that weren't loyal to him and the problems and the issues notice a lot of that settled down because he finally started getting people in that that at least understood what he was trying to do if they didn't support him completely. Yeah, dude, like, you know? honestly, those that attack the, 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 I'll go down saying this, and yes, we'll get false facts and all that crap, right? Some fact yeah, checkers. Yeah, we'll probably get Whoever attacked the, the, the White House, I don't think it was Trump supporters. I never, I never did think that because they've never reacted like that. They've never done that. They just never, oh, did we ever tell the story about uh, Saul Alinsky? Did we ever do that? I don't think we ever did do an episode. So there's a story. There's a story in the 70s on Saul Alinsky. Uh, he wrote the book Rules for Radicals. Listen to the story. So some college kids approached him and said, "Man, we got to go protest uh, Bush." At the time, I think he was running for Congress, and 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 Saul Alinsky said, "Don't do that. Dress, go dress up in KKK outfits, and every time he mentions the Vietnam War, you praise his name." Listen to that. He said, "Go praise him. Go praise him for what he's doing. Don't protest him. Praise him for what he's doing." Why do you think those guys, the way that they dressed up, looked a little bit off, didn't it? Mm -hmm. Just a little bit off. Their attitude and demeanor was a little off. I'll go down in history saying this. I believe totally it wasn't Trump supporters. There, there were two uh, confirmed Antifa members in the middle of it. So guaranteed that there was some uh, guerrilla warfare tactics, whatever you want to call it, going on. Um, and that's that's part of why we're not putting all of the blame on Trump supporters. No, gosh, no. But but either way, there were probably plenty of Trump supporters that were a part of it and plenty of Trump supporters who are supporting the move. And all we're trying to say is we don't agree with that this was the best move. This, right. The, we don't think it was advantageous. Could it, could it turn into a revolution? We are not against that. We know that could happen. Listen, I understand frustration. I get it. Sometimes I'm telling you, I just want to give up sometimes. I do. Full disclosure, sometimes I want to give up. Sometimes I want to just sit at home and not think about any of it. I'm serious, man. <laughs> There's a time where you start to just puke at what's going on, Lord. We've been doing this for years. People aren't listening. Why don't I? Why, why can't I get people to listen? All that stuff. And then I come back to, it's not your job to make them to listen. It's your job to obey me. I'll change them. The Holy Spirit will change them. Mm -hmm. And I have to keep remembering that just like everybody else's, right? Uh <laughs> Mike, the muscle shirt looks nice. Can we buy that on the website? <laughs> thank you, Drew. It's exactly guys. Listen, thank, thank you, Drew. Th thank you for all the comments. Uh, Dale, I hope you understand where we're coming from. We're, we're not attacking. 
what we're saying is there's just a lot of things that happen. It's like, let's learn from that. Let's move forward. And let's go do something. Yeah. Yes, we did mention this. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I, I, matter of fact, election night, I'm like, there's no way this dude could lose. There's no way Trump could have lost. Here's, here's what I keep going back to. And, and this is for you, Dale. This is for all of you. How is it that four states all pause counting in the middle of the night? Nobody can answer this with a good reason. They all paused for several hours in the middle of the night while he was ahead. And then all of a sudden afterwards, whew, Biden's ahead. That can't happen, especially when all of the bellwether counties pointed to Trump. It's never happened in an election before where the bellwether counties pointed to one guy and yet the other guy won. Yeah. Okay. So I'm with you. I am totally with you of like, this doesn't look good. This doesn't look right. I'm not, I'm not mocking you in that voice. I just, <laughs> I'm trying to change things up a little bit. But we're at where we're at. And oh, that's yeah, my Tina. whole point. Tina, we have a curriculum we could totally get to you. Um, and we're actually writing our own constitution course now. That's Mike's job here. He'll be doing that. And we'll let you know when that gets, gets released. Um, uh, Dale, yeah, we love you too, bro. We, you know we love you. And I, I know where you're coming from. You're frustrated just like we are, bro. We really are. And And – the only thing I could do is say, Lord, I'm frustrated, but Lord, you said you're sitting in the heavens that laugh. You laugh at those that think they can come against you and yeah. your anointed. He's laughing right now. Uh, so, guys, you see the shirt right here? <laughs> you guys want to be a monthly supporter? We'll send you one of these for free, for sure. Why don't you guys go sign up? 1776truth.story. If you guys want to sign up to be a monthly supporter, or you can buy one of these shirts here. I have a pre-existing condition. It's called Liberty. You can get one for 25 bucks. On the website, it goes to support your boys in this podcast right here. Make America Constitutional Again. It's one of the mics wearing right now. Make America Constitutional Again. That has been our motto for years. Or you can get one of our classy hats right here. Mm -hmm. Make America Constitutional Again. Uh, you guys can get those on the website. You can support your guys. Also, look at our sweatshirts, man. They're coming out. We're coming out with some new designs as well. Uh, Tina, if you go to 1776truth.store, 1776truth.store, you guys can see that we have a government versus God course. And again, if you're a little bit more patient, uh, uh, you guys, you, you, you will see that our curriculum will come out. Angela, we're making the, the constitution course here for that age bracket as well. Uh, seventh through ninth grade, our government versus God course. Yes. You can use that for your seventh through ninth grade. Uh, it's just a four week course, uh, uh on some main issues out there. Also, it, it teaches you how to, uh, our, our thing this year is how can we teach you how to navigate conversations with liberals mm -hmm. or leftists, extreme leftists? We can teach you how to defeat those arguments literally by scripture and by knowledge. And we're going to do that all this year. God really gave us some re revelation and clarity this year on discipling, and we need to do that. So uh, we want to get that to you. If you guys could pray for us, prayerfully consider supporting us. Uh, we need your help. Uh, water main, Dale? Water okay. main break. Water main. Georgia. <laughs> oh, Georgia. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, let's see. Uh by the way, homeschool mom. Yeah, Tina, if you didn't see that. Angela, yes, it will work for that. Uh, but guys, if you go on to theselfevidenttruth.com, you guys can find out more information. My wife has a meeting tomorrow. Our website is finally finished. Woo! It should be going live here, God willing, this week. That's our that's our goal. Uh, and we're really excited. You guys are going to see a whole new website. We're making a promo video right now as we speak for our products. You guys can see more of that. Uh, also, too, we just did a, a photo shoot today, apparently, with our crowd. Not me, because, you know, old brother Mad Dog a little hefty. So we got some real skinny folk to do the photo shoot. <laughs> so you guys want to support that. We, you know, plus sizes are a little extra. Oh, my gosh. Look, come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. We're still alive. Look at this sweatshirt <laughs> modeled by Mariah. Look at this. Look at this. Hey. Hey. hey she's on the website. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> she actually designed our podcast studio, guys. So what you see here, Mariah did that. 
and uh, she's for hire. So she costs a little bit of money, but she's good. Uh, so again, God bless you guys. If you go to the self evident truth, be a sponsor, be a supporter of us. Uh, and then again, guys, listen, we love you very much. We just want the truth, just like anybody else. We just don't put our confidence in man. We put our trust in the Lord. So we love you. We'll see you guys next week. All right. We love you guys.